honestly, I think my favorite cigar that we've shipped out of the last several months has been the Principal Classic uh, Classico Lancero. We were talking about this the other day. We were. I paired that cigar with Weller 107, and it was it was nothing but toasted marshmallows. I mean, it just took me to sitting by a campfire with marshmallows over the, the open flame, sure. pulling them off when they're way too hot, burning your hands, nuclear in your mouth, but you're like, damn, that's good, and then you just keep doing it. That's how that cigar was for me. <laughs> Whenever you are very passionate about a certain cigar, the tasting notes just get more and more extreme. Like You just painted just a pop. picture at a campfire as a tasting note of a cigar. I, I hope we was. open with that clip. What is going on, Cigar Club family? Welcome back to the Cigar Club podcast. As always, one of my favorite shows to do uh, is with the man, the myth, the myth, the legend, the palette prince, the co-host of the year, David Pugh. I like that new title, co-host of the year. <laughs> I'm just going to keep adding in more and more I like it. More We're going to have some like Game of Thrones type uh, history legacy of a title for me. Absolutely. Um, this, is, this is a show we've both been looking forward to for a while for multiple reasons. One... It takes me forever to send anybody cigars, and I finally sent them to Pew that we've been talking about for months on this podcast. Two, we're in the new office space, the new Cigar Club HQ. Uh, it is not done, as you can tell behind me. It's just white, plain walls and no chairs. So I'm standing at the standing desk, but guess what? I can smoke inside Ooh, I'm today. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. On the podcast. So we're both we both get to smoke. We're both smoking the same thing. Uh, this, is, this is one of those podcasts I've just been really looking forward to, to talk about what is right here in my hand? Tell him, Pew. The new upcoming size for Pinkies Out. I've already started on mine. So, Dave, get it in tight. Get in. Look at that. Look at that cap and show him the foot. Oh, literally, I, I, I went to do a cold draw on this as I normally do. And I was like, oh, this cigar this cigar's tight. This is plugged. And I've, I you remember. Get nothing out of no, this one, No, it's dude. nothing. There's, it's like sm- trying to draw through a wall. It's crazy. And then I looked at the. <laughs> it's like trying to draw through a wall. I like looked that. at the bottom of it, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is a completely closed foot. So, um, all right, I'm going to get lit up here. Pew, give the people a little bit of the background on this cigar, what it is, what we're doing, size. Yeah, absolutely. Let them know. So, first off, I want to show, I've got the original here. A little size difference. Not that size it does not matter, but you can see good uh, inch inch and a quarter off completely closed foot i mean like i said it was like trying to draw through a wall beautiful fantail uh reminds me of the goldie which dave and i have talked about before one of our favorite uh, la polina cigars um and i think you said as i was talking about a little bit more punch in this one right i think we compacted yep. uh what was there before i added maybe a leaf or two or something here and there just to, to give it a little more zing yeah it's actually really interesting um and i've been learning a lot more about this uh, through working with Alec Rubin and Alec Bradley and Alec and Bradley and talking with other blenders. I remember having this conversation with um, the master blender at Ace Prime Luciano and talking about not only does ring size affect flavor profile and strength, but even just shortening it. Because when you take a Lajero leaf, for instance, if for the Lajero that's in this or for the Viso, the high priming stuff that's in here, they're basically taking a leaf and they're ripping it and folding it over itself. But the tip of the leaf has way more potency than the mm-hmm. base of the leaf. So we're getting more of the top part of the Lajero, of the Lajero in this because it's such a short cigar. They don't yeah. have to use the full leaf. So you're getting all the kids. They're still going to pull some of the base and put it in there to even it out. 
mm-hmm. but you're getting more more flavor, more power from the higher priming tobaccos in here because it's a shorter size. Yeah, and immediately, it's been a while since I smoked the original Pinkies out, maybe a month or two, um, but immediately on those first rolls, I can tell there's a little bit more zazz um, to start things off with. Yeah, it's like, it's like I'm here, right? The Pinkies out, and I did a video a few weeks back where I smoked both side by side. That was so interesting. Um, there, I was getting stuff out of the original Pinkies out I had never had before, and granted, mm-hmm. it's now been sitting for a long time, yeah. and I hadn't smoked it in probably a month or two. And there was this real nice, like, sweet toasted coconut situation going on with the the full length pinkies out. And then I grabbed this one, which I don't know if you said it, but we're calling the pinky. The pinky? No, I didn't know we had the a, pinky people. I love it. That's right. Um, I lit this up, and I'm like, oh man, this doesn't this doesn't uh, ease you in with some like touches of sweetness and just like kind of a sweet tobacco taste. This mm-hmm. is like takes you right to that full flavored, uh, a little bit of strength, not much, but just like a tiny bit of strength. Um, there's still some of that sweetness, but um, just holding the cigar makes me excited. It feels right? good, and I can't wait to see the band on it because it'll just fit perfectly with it. Um, but right away, starting off, have a nice little peppery, white peppery tingle on the uh, the tops of my lips that I don't think I got if I can re- if I if I recall correctly. I don't think I got on the original. Yeah, and there's this like like a, a slight leathery kind of taste, and still though, what I love is it has that backbone of like fresh bread. Yeah. It absolutely. just has that. That's what leaves. That's what stays to me when I exhale. It's just like doughy kind of fresh bread, which mm-hmm. I love, love that. Um, so anyway, we're lighting this up here. I'm really excited to talk more details on it when, I don't know, every time we get to do a cigar club exclusive, it's some of the most fun that I have in Pew. Now that you're up and running, we, we've already been talking about two or three more brands that want to do exclusives that we're going to work on together to get them out for the yep. club. And it's just so much fun to be able to collaborate with the pros, the ultimate cigar pros, and make something that's really special for Cigar Club. Absolutely. And it's it's special because it, it starts with, like, once again, as we've said numerous times, like we're cigar smokers, right? So it starts from this place of passion and enthusiasm and wanting to learn and put something out in front of everyone that's either... Uh, a challenge to their palates, our palates, or just something completely different that we haven't done for an exclusive before. And I'm, I'm loving where this is starting off with. Yeah. And so to, to go back to some of the things we did to the cigar visually that I want to talk about because it gets, it really pumps me up. This is my last one. So this was the bag that came in with a little This was my note. one and only. So, <laughs> And um, I don't know. The, the Fantel, I fell in love with doing a fantail on top of a, a cigar when I first smoked the La Polina Goldie, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite cigars of all time, the Dahlia. And I mean, I don't know. Every time we release something, I feel like we put a, clo- a closed foot on it. But this is different. This is not like delicately, like casually closed where it's still kind of roughly at the edge. This is a sealed foot. It, and you commented probably the better way to sell it, say it is it's a sealed foot. I mean, I don't think... I know you. We were saying La Comina has a similar, but I, I mean uh, that one at least had some type of draw through. Um, you get nothing on so, this. No cold draw. No, nothing. Nothing. Which I kind of like. Uh, it's you really just cool. gotta freaking light it up and go. And the, yep, I mean exactly. already though, which I love too, is a lot of times with closed foot you get that first kind of quarter inch. It's a little skeptical on the draw, not a, or on yep. the on the burn, not on this yep. one. No, not at all. A lot of times for a closed foot, what I'll normally do is I'll give it a little light. Let that catch on, do a draw through it, and then I'll have to just torch the hell out of it because it doesn't burn properly. This one, I think maybe because the tobacco was a little tighter on the foot, like it really started to combust well 
into the actual foot of the cigar past the closed foot or the sealed foot. I like that. We're calling it sealed foot. Yeah, sealed foot. Okay, deal. The um, There's something about this profile automatically where I'm like, give me some coffee or give me some rum. So, thanks. Oh, God. Here we go. We're on it. On the typical pew, drinking on, on the clock. Well, you, you, you set me up, and little did you know, <laughs> one of the things that I loved most, well, not even that. I have another one teed up. Here we go. The one thing that I loved most about Pinky's Out, the original one, and I'm, I, I imagine we're going to find it here as well, sure. or I will, I think that cigar can literally pair with absolutely anything. Whether you start off with rum, coffee, bourbon, wine, whether a red wine, a white wine, soda, I mean, pick your poison, whatever your favorite beverage is to pair with a cigar, Pinky's Out will probably land perfectly with it. You know, it really does. Um, I forget who it was. It. I think the Bourbon Junkies went Four Roses single barrel, but like the one you can get in the store, not like a pick. Yes. Four Roses single barrel. And to me, I still go back to that. I think it's such a good call for this cigar. I think 100 proof is kind of where I would level off um, pairings with this stick, personally. Uh, you, you might be able to do like a, a Weller 107. Yeah. But you, the, the more proof you get, you're, you're going to lose some of the nuances in this. Granted, the pinky this size is... Uh, a little punchier, like we said, yeah. but um, you can play a lot around with with this, and that's the whole point of this brand, anyway. And why we called it Pinkies Out is one: Alec is a huge bourbon fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a huge bourbon fan. Pew loves bourbon. I mean, we all, everybody in Cigar Club and yeah. at Alec Bradley love bourbon. And the whole artwork and everything is these two guys smoking cigars and and what we like to say, like sipping bourbon there with their pinkies out. And um, exactly, there you go, or rum. So like this. Being able to pair with a lot of spirits was really important. And so there's no one better really to go to in this industry to have them blend you a cigar that works with Pairs lots well. of spirits than than Alex. So oh, I'm just I just love looking at the cigar. I love the size. I'm excited for you to get into this first third, into the second third, and start to see more dramatic changes that happen yeah. with this shorter size. Because again, the layering of the filler tobacco is just more abrupt. It doesn't have all this time to like coast you in, yeah. take you from like the bottom of the plant to the middle, to the top. It's like, it all happens a lot quicker. You're starting at the top of the roller coaster on, on the pinkies, sure. on the pinky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do these in these badass 10 packs with, with black paper wraps and that sticker that everybody knows on it. Ooh. So the presentation is going to be there. Obviously they're in production. Uh, so they're currently just sitting and aging for the next couple of months before we, um, before we bring them out. Nice. Well, definitely looking forward to that one. So um, I think that'll be a good follow up. Yeah, so do I. So do I. Pew, talk to me couple sips in on the diplomatico big fan of that rum uh with the pinkies what are we getting what are what are the geeky what's the smoked paprika notes that we're getting here the smoked paprika <laughs> so i haven't had a cigar in a f- few days here okay. and i haven't drank anything in a few days since uh are you feeling the okay weekend. well i am now um so <laughs> it's hot outside so the water has really diluted the rum so rookie mistake but it's miserable outside so i wanted to be a sure. least a little bit cool but Going back to Diplomatico, we'll get it back on the screen again. This is the Diplomatico Reserva. Love it. One of, uh, really, my first foray into non-Captain Morgan spiced rum was the Diplomatico Reserva. And love pairing it with a cigar. It just has this, these notes that go well. It's a uh, little sugar. Um, I'm sure rum purists will say it's probably molasses, added sugar. or, oh, or oh, yeah. But for me... It, it gives me the sugar that I want out of a rum. I want something a little bit um, higher in sugar content. Uh, it gives me the kind of like dark, caramelly, uh, almost like 
burnt caramel yes. in a way. And then you have all these lovely spices with it. And I've always found that it just pairs really well with a cigar. And so far, it's really complementing the initial kind of spice that I got to start off with, that white pepper that was on the lips. And now I'm getting that bread note. I always got almond out of the first pinkies out. Um, so I'm trying that. to see if I can see that's in, in here as well. That's interesting that you get almond because um, I was getting this like toasted coconut. And if you put those together, you get a freaking almond joy just yeah, about. And that's go. a banging profile to have <laughs> on the first third of a cigar, no matter who you are. And talk about pairing that with a sweet rum. That's like overload greatness. Overload, And yeah. there's just enough of that pepper. There's just enough of it mm -hmm. to not just be like overly sweet with, with no yeah, like complexity on the tongue. Nicely. Yep. Yep. Super exactly. balanced. I agree with that. And I mean, so far, it's windy Dude, as all get crazy. out right now. And I have a beautiful ash holding on. So always a sign of a, a start of a good cigar. No, it totally is. All right. So we're going to be smoking this this whole episode. Uh, we'll come back, check in on things, how it's developing. Feel free to interject always, Pew, if you hit something that just blows your mind. Oh yeah, we're we're the mount the usually when it goes. It's funny you just said almond joy. Now I'm like thinking yeah. almond joy. <laughs> I'm like, mm, that that was a little bit of coconut there. <laughs> yeah. The um, um, you know, it's always I always say this, but whenever we sit down to do like a two days two palettes vibe episode where we can just talk cigars stuff that's coming for the club. I know all of you listening really enjoy these. Um, I really enjoy talking through these. Um, we've been doing a lot of interviews lately, which is. Mm -hmm. Also, the point of this podcast is to bring you guys not only behind the scenes on what we do in cigars um, and, and the cool projects like Pinky's Out that we do, but also let you guys get to know these brands and owners better and better. Because I, I yeah. always found transparency to be one of the biggest hurdles in cigars for a consumer before I got into the business. Exactly. I mean, I remember back in 2016 when I really got into smoking, I was so jealous of going uh, at the time it was... Um wasn't uh, PCA. It was... Oh, IPCPR. Uh, yeah, I always butcher it. So thank you. And like, there's just curtain, right? Yep. Like, you saw a couple media posts from it. You would maybe see some exclusives that were coming out. But realistically, there, there wasn't much that you got out of it as a consumer until maybe months later. The segments and the interviews that have come out of TPE that you've shot with uh, Griff and, and yourself and numerous other uh, industry titans. Yep. Best way to put it is awesome because that's that's what i've wanted for the last six or seven years right and so to be able to pull that out and and put that in front of everyone uh it's been a joy for me to watch and I'm, i imagine everyone else has enjoyed it as well yeah the, and and i loved pulling some of those brands in there that i hadn't heard of right like varia cigars or mm -hmm. we've shipped casa cuevas but i've never sat down and talked with alec um, or louis one. jr um over there either louis jr and it it was just fun to be able to do that and bring that level and then last week of course we were in key west and drop that one with Danny. And that's just a special place and a special guy. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot the of return. amazing things coming out there. Some cool cigars I got coming your way, Pew, uh, that you'll have to, we'll do some, we'll bring them out on the show as well. I like it. Had you been back to Key West since that, uh, the last time we were there for Familia? No. And when we did Familia, we did it in Nicaragua. So oh, okay. I hadn't been to Key West since I worked in cigars. Um, wow. Because I went to Key West on a different business trip where I met mm -hmm. Danny, where I got, got to know him. We smoked cigars, hung out and all that. And then several months later I started cigar club and it was like Danny's first person I'm calling to get in these boxes because he was the first person that pulled back the curtain. Right. Yeah. And to me, that's takes it. The more you meet people in this industry, the more you appreciate the ones that do 
that don't just tell you like, mm-hmm. oh, you can't know, like you don't get to know how that happens or this happens or I, I know the magic sauce. And it's like, hey, man, yeah. everybody's making the same same thing. Cigars, right? That come from the same exactly. type of plant in one of like three countries, maybe four or five. <laughs> okay. But they're being made in mainly, mainly three. three countries. And it's like, let's just, we're, we're geeks about cigars. And yeah. we just want to hang out and talk and learn everything we can about them. So when, when people like Danny um, or brands like HVC um, or Alec Bradley, when they open up their doors and their knowledge, it's like, man, we want to share that with everyone here at Cigar Club because they shared it with us. And that's, all, yeah. that's what we've talked about wanting this podcast to be is like, um, how do we take the knowledge we're getting or the really cool insight when we're freaking out because we're having calls with this person or that person in the industry and just like yep. pass it on through to the podcast. Exactly. To the fan. Exactly. So how was returning? Um, you said you were it was Key West over the weekend. How was returning as someone now in the cigar industry? Um, obviously, you just talked about Danny's yeah. special place with it. I mean, that's got to be something. I mean, the trip looked amazing, and I'm loving all the content coming from it. I was super jealous of all the things that you've shared with me, uh, the boat ride <laughs> yeah. and, and uh, the coffee. Yep. That coffee, I imagine, was amazing that uh, they made at Danny's Place. The coffee was amazing. If you haven't seen that um, coffee review, you'll know it truly was amazing uh, because it did something no other coffee had done before on our YouTube channel, so go check it out. But it was, it was pretty exciting returning to that and kind of also knowing a little more uh, in a mm-hmm. good way, not like I'm always wild anytime I go into a cigar factory, whether it's a small one with three rollers or a large one with 70 or 100 or yeah. 300. It's still like is equally as exciting, but it was cool to kind of know what they were doing and be like, Danny, what like what new tobaccos are you working with? And he'd bring them over the bales. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember we used this and that. And oh, I love this tobacco. And then we'd make puritos out of it and smoke it. And mm-hmm. and we, we actually shot a whole video on like blending the start of this oh, new blend we're working great. on and three prototypes that we that Danny had made and we talked through each one. And then essentially on that, on that show we're going to release green lit one of them to move into the second round. So that, That's awesome. that was cool. Uh, it was just way more hands-on this time. I went there as a mm-hmm. deer in headlights, excited, fascinated by everything. Didn't know much about anything they were doing to having a deeper understanding and mm-hmm. getting to appreciate it at a different level this time. Yeah. And uh, I know I know you tried your hand at rolling. <laughs> there has to be content around that. Mm-hmm. So we also shot vlogs every day. So Beautiful. if you're listening to this, stay up to date on our YouTube channel. And we're going to be dropping all of that content uh, over the next couple of weeks. Because again, what our goal is, is to take the experience we're getting for the first time, rolling a cigar, hands-on blending mm-hmm. a cigar, being in a factory, whatever that case is. And, and have that fly on the wall camera the whole time so that we can share yeah. it and people can be like, I feel like, like I was a part of that. That's awesome. So I love it. There's I'm a lot of really cool that. stuff. Me painfully working my way through a cigar. Um, <laughs> but other than that, no, it was, uh, it was a great trip. It was a lot of fun. And Danny announced doing, uh, uh, he didn't say the name and not, we're not going to disclose the name yet, but over dinner and drinks one night, he offered us a, uh, full-on cigar brand that would be exclusive to the club and at his Key West factory. So two places that you can get that, but we're going to do it in boxes and bands and That's full release. Special. So that was a pretty special moment because that was something we talked about the first time I met him before I was in the industry of just like throwing th- ideas around. I was you know too big for my britches back then anyway. <laughs> and uh, he kind of laughed it off. And but, walked tall, right? right? And he kind of laughed it off. He's like, yeah, I'd love to do a cigar named blank and do it this profile. And we never talked about it after that, two years later. 
And uh, so for him to come back and be like, hey, remember when you mentioned that to me like literally two plus years ago? Awesome um, that he's still thinking about and it. And he's like, I, I want to give that to you guys. I want you all to have that blend. And I was like, Dang. look at that uh, podcast drop right there. A little uh, announcement of announcement of an announcement. Uh, yeah. I am going to interject with a update here. First update off, from I'm really nervous about Mr. really nervous about holding this over the computer because of how windy oh it is. But my. beautiful ash, uh, just starting to get pops of citrus, which I don't think I got on the original Pinkies out. Um, so I don't. It could be coming from the rum pairing with it, drawing that out a little bit more since uh, there is some citrus notes in the Diplomatico. But uh, I am going to have to ash this because I don't trust it. But if it wasn't windy, I bet that could hold on for another inch. Wow. Um, what? Profile-wise, because you're a little further than me, mine has gone full sweet. Like, it's, like, caramelly almost and, like, yeah. sticky. But it looks like you're just past that. Are you still in that in that range, or w- what's going on? Yeah, so the spice has dropped. I'm not getting the white pepper on the tongue anymore. Um, that draw right there was mainly that toasted bread note that you, you talked about. Hints of almond, and then every once in a while, I get a pop of citrus, like mm. orange zest. So if you're, you know, basically zesting an orange on top of a you know, whatever, a cocktail or a salad dressing. Um, just little hints of that, which is really nice. But I think that may be the rum pulling that out. I'd be curious to see yeah. smoking this without pairing with it. Um, or why as you smoke it? I don't think you're drinking anything right now. I'm not. Um, seeing if you get any of those citrus pops. I haven't got it yet, but again, you are further along than me, so I will let you know most certainly yeah. if that happens. Um, in the same vein of traveling to different brands and getting to know this and opening up uh, the, the closed curtain, if you will, me, Pew, we had a really interesting call the other day with a much larger brand than anybody that we um, normally talk to. I, I, don't, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. We just we yeah. have our like crew of people that we do a lot of work with. And um, this particular brand has cigars that were in, I don't know, the most legendary name in cigars. The cigars that when I first got into cigars, that's what I smoked. The ones I still go back to on special occasions, like mm-hmm. the real deal. Some of these amazing brands. Um, that that they own and, and represent, and to me that was a really cool evolution, and it's going to be a really cool evolution for this club. Um, I agree. To, to introduce and to bring those now into the forefront for people, I'm curious, and we can definitely talk about the brand names. Is there one from their line that you're most excited to really dive into their line and start smoking as we, you know, plan what boxes they're going to go into? Yeah, so there's two, and and since I can name drop, um, Cohiba lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because any specific Cohibas? I have one sitting in my office and I don't know if that's necessarily going to come through. Mm-hmm. Um, the series M is one that's been, have I've you been smoked dying it? to smoke. No, I haven't. It's, you it's have sitting it? in my, no, I have it. I have Ooh. it. It's in my humidor. I, I um, haven't even seen it in person. That's how excited I was. It's gorgeous. God, the bands on it just pop. Um, but yeah, so the series M and then they're just made in Miami at El Titan to bronze. It is El Titan. They're, um, the Cohiba Connecticut as well. Mm. I've been on a Connecticut kick recently, so I'm really excited about that one. To uh, I haven't smoked it before. I don't have it, but uh, that's the one I think. Ooh, Jesus, this wind is killing me out here today. <laughs> Pew's got his model, his model fan on. Glowing, <laughs> glowing. No, what's, what's happening is I have a half full ashtray over here. That's just every time my ash is blowing in my face. Um, but excited for both of those yeah. cigars, especially the Connecticut. I've heard really great things. I heard it's. It's not your average, your, your dad's Connecticut. Sure. It's got a little more pop and zing to it like we like in our Connecticut's. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've smoked a few. The Macanudo lines have really kicked off with the, the silver, the black, and the blue. Okay. There's a couple. Yeah. I have a ton. 
Um, I've smoked a couple of those from those lines, and they're they're really good. I was taken away. I went in with um, we had a uh, an event, general event, and he was like, "Hey, try these. You know, yeah, you're gonna like them." He knew what I smoked. We had hung out before, um, and I knew I was like, "Man, I don't I don't smoke general." Like I had this really preconceived notion. This was maybe three years ago. Yeah. And he's like, "Dude, trust Same. me. These are these are not your your." normal is not a crystal cafe macanudo mm-hmm. these are completely different uh and he was right I smoked them i think i smoked both with coffee and they were fantastic so i'm really look looking forward to seeing the evolution of where i'm at as a cigar smoker three years later because it's been about that long since i've smoked those uh to see how they hold up yeah definitely and, and there's plenty from their core brands that i'll smoke on like you know it's like the christmas smoke or this but mm-hmm. aside from like the first two years i started really smoking that gap window of like four years I haven't, they don't, they're not in my, you know, consistent rotation. Um, yeah, same. So now with the samples coming in, as we start to play around with them and get to know the brands better and the blends better, it's just going to open up a whole new world of being able to share like really well-made ultra premium cigars um, with, and with everybody cigars listening. too, right? I, mean, I think oh, that's God, what I'm stories, excited for the most. I mean, just... the original cigar brands are in this portfolio. And that's that's what I'm excited. I'm really excited not only to enjoy the cigars, right, but to deep dive into those stories, to share those stories, and and maybe things that don't generally get talked about. Um, you know, since it is a larger brand, right? You know, they've got they've got forefront, um, but things that we don't we don't get to know, and those will be really exciting to pull out and kind of learn more. Massive flavor change just hit. Mm. By the way, I fully agree with you on all of that, and we'll continue to always tell deeper stories about cigars beyond tasting notes um i need to take one more puff i think it like completely changed like i took a i wasn't really thinking yes. about it and i was you were just talking i was listening took a puff and was like uh-oh, uh-oh. bold change <laughs> hey I, I appreciate the full stop because that's <laughs> dare i say we're getting to like a cinnamon okay i get a little um, retro like sticky bright maybe almost floral but like and spice on the side of my tongue. Um, not heavy, but it's like mm-hmm. more spice than I've gotten in the whole thing. And this, that's probably my favorite puff I've had so far. And it was dramatic. Love, yeah. Yeah. I love when that happens. Like dramatic. you're just, like you said, sitting there not paying attention. And then it hits you. That's look at that. About look at that I am, perfect look at burn line. Jesus, I'm getting blown away here. Uh, uh, but those, those you're, even if you're like sitting down to fully taste a cigar, which we're doing here, obviously we're doing something else at the same time. So we're not fully dedicated to it, but when it hits you and you don't expect it and then the flavor pops as well. So not only does the flavor change, but you're able to identify what it is. Man. It's great. If you are there cigars um, for you, I'm just throwing these questions at you, Pew, because I need to fire away the past couple. Got a, I got a little rum the, in the me. past couple months. We've shipped a lot of like some new, new brands, some um, brands we've carried for a long time. Uh, new sizes and stuff. Are there any that are standing out to you maybe over the past couple months that we've shipped out that you're like, I kind of just freaking love this cigar right now. The HVC La Rosa. Oh, (laughs) dumb. The the Maduro. Yep. Yep. The Maduro. Dumb. How good that cigar is. Mm -hmm. Um, The Juarez um, Chihuahua. (sighs) Fantastic. Makes no sense. When you look at the price point. It does not. Yes, it is. I mean, I've smoked the Juarez before, but that size Gosh. was mind-boggling. Uh, and then, honestly, I think my favorite cigar that we've shipped out in the last several months has been the Principal Classic 
uh, Classico Lancero. We were talking about this the other day. We were. We were. And that's what makes me think of it because I paired that cigar with Weller 107 and it was it was nothing but toasted marshmallows. I mean, it just took me to sitting by a campfire with marshmallows over the, the open flame, sure. pulling them off when they're way too hot, burning your hands, nuclear in your mouth. But you're like, damn, that's good. And then you just keep doing it. That's how that cigar was for me. <laughs> Whenever you are very passionate about a certain cigar, the tasting notes just get more and more extreme. Like you just painted just a pop. picture at a campfire as a tasting note of a cigar. I, I hope we was. open with that clip. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it was. And like I had I had side by side. I was drinking two bourbons at the time. Maybe I was getting a little little bourbon in me. But I had an, a weeded and a non-weeded. I think it was a rye even. And it when I had the rye and then I'd go for the cigar, no marshmallows. As soon as I had that weeded bourbon, that sweetness from it, it just brought it out, and it was fantastic. Isn't that amazing? I love it. That's, that's why I love doing the pairings yep. and, and talking pairings and trying different pairings because there's so many things that completely you don't expect. Um, right. And you're just like, wow, this was meant to be. And I hope uh, a lot of you who listen to this podcast or watch it on YouTube. Whoops. What's up if you're watching? Um, <laughs> you guys are members today. of Cigar Club, and you know every month when you get your selections, there's suggested pairings for every cigar that Pew is going through and painfully having to smoke and drink different things to be able to get there. It's rough. It's a difficult life. Um, But that's such an important part of the experience. Granted, Mm -hmm. myself, more times than not, I'm not drinking anything besides like water when I'm smoking. More times than not. Mm -hmm. But call it 70%. But it's so funny. Whenever like the weekend hits and I'm having a cigar, forget it. It's it's getting a pairing. Uh, it's definitely nothing we're working on or have done. It is mm-hmm. grabbing something from, because uh, we all have our own monthly subscriptions to Cigar Club that we get uh, that's tailored to us. And I, I always pull from that box one of the brands that we ship that month and I just enjoy it. And I look up the pairing and I go for it. And that is when I can switch it from being cigars for work, cigars for yeah. pleasure, is when I bring pairings into the picture. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, like you said, during the week, I'm normally smoking during the day mm-hmm. and I'm not... <laughs> Other than now, um, I'm not too inclined to be <laughs> drinking with it. Right. So normally it is water or like a, right. a bubbly plain seltzer or something like that. So either nighttime as it gets cooler during the fall and summer or the fall and winter uh, or the weekend, I'll grab a pairing with it and just enjoy it. Like it's just it's a completely different atmosphere because you're sitting back. You're not trying to think as much. Uh, and that's where I try to do like try new things that sure. I don't traditionally would normally pair. So what did you what was your like you went to the lake for July 4th, right? I did. What, what was what was the cigar pairing uh, situation for your July Fourth? I smoked uh, Guardian of the Farms. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the uh, the JJ the the JJ? The That's what it was. Yeah. Yep, got it. The robusto, and I paired it with a cryo hopped double IPA out of uh, Trim Tab Brewery in Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, a double, and it. A double. It was crushable. Like what? it's scary to have a double IPA that's like seven percent that you could just casually throw back like three or four pints and not feel like you just drank a double IPA. <laughs> so, so wait, wait, wait. Because I'm not. Mm-hmm. I love beer, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. I don't know as much about beer as I know about cigars or coffee or even bourbon. What makes it a double IPA? Is it is it the like double amount of hops? Is it just that's higher ABV? Like what? Is there something that quantifies a double IPA, or is it like now nah, we're it's just super strong, super hop forward, so we're calling it double? I'll be honest with you, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I've recently just got into drinking IPAs. I used to be strictly stout, sour, lagers, yep. uh, and then local place had a 
IPA they came out with, and it was fantastic. It was a hazy IPA. Loved it. was unlike any IPAs that I tried before. So maybe I just tried really bad IPAs. But now I'm into IPAs. Yep. So there's beer geeks that will hopefully you be listening know, that please could comment. comment. <laughs> yeah, comment below. Tell me Cigars what makes knows. a double IPA. Uh, but I haven't made the jump into beer as I've done like whiskey right? sure. or cigars where I'm really trying to, to get into it. I'm still trying to learn wine, and that's where yeah. uh, I've taken up my... To, to be honest, the getting like down the rabbit hole the way I go down rabbit holes in beer scares me. And I think that's why I haven't done it because yep. I just enjoy beer. And I enjoy that's, that sometimes I all wanna... I want is a Bud Light. And I enjoy that sometimes all mm-hmm. I want is an IPA. And yep. I don't want to not be able to enjoy my Bud Light or a Super Light Lager or mm-hmm. something that has pineapple in it. Or like I don't want to be snobby yeah. about it to where I can't enjoy beer anymore because yeah. I love beer. No, absolutely. And for anyone listening, if you want to look it up, I was drinking Frozen Lands out of Trim Tad Brewery. Just, and I hate that it's probably a limited release, and I probably won't be able to find nah. it uh, anymore. But man, it was good, and it went great. I mean, that's literally I got to the lake at like eleven, and immediately lit up a cigar before all the kids get there. Cracked open a double IPA to start the day off with, and I'll let you imagine how the rest of the day went. <laughs> um, so then the next cigar that I had was the Fratello Bianco Boxer. Ooh. Uh oh. And I'm pretty sure I was just drinking Miller, straight Miller Lite at that point. So it was great. <laughs> just at that point, it's just like bubbly water. I had a bub, uh, belly full of barbecue, yep. belly full of uh, just 15 different desserts because it was a huge party. And uh, just sat back. They had a live band playing, and it just created the atmosphere, right? Great day, great ending to the day, great cigar, and a perfectly fine beer at that point of the day. That sounds like a damn good time. <laughs> Um, I smoked the La Rosa 520 on 4th of July. Oh, it was it was just awesome. It's it's so the, good. The um, I'm distracted again by the cigar. <laughs> okay, you get ch- I just I tried to ask three times. Yeah. And it won't let me. Although now you know it's going to fall. Yeah. Right on the computer. Right on the computer. Desk. However, another change. Now it's starting to change for me very frequently. So okay. I had that like brighter cinnamony floral thing. Then it went back to like straight leather, and. Mm-hmm. All of this has kept maintained this kind of bready undertone, but it's like this yeah. really nice sweet leather, and I'm really freaking digging this cigar. It's and it's it's leaving just enough for me to want to come back for more, right? So it's got a medium to long finish. Um, the construction's flawless, which is there's nothing more frustrating than having a cigar that has this great finish where you don't need to pick it up every five seconds, and the construction's terrible, so it goes out for you before you go back for another puff. Um, this one in these. 10 mile an hour winds that are gusting through <laughs> holding strong not going out i mean i'm at it fantastic uh, and it's going great with the rum i'm at that last puff is is a red hot cinnamon candy finish and yep. it's still there I'm getting it's more still of, there it's still there like yeah i'm getting more of the cinnamon on the oh, retro baby. on the palate right now it's still that low that bottom note of dough that toasty bread uh and then the top note still no pepper the pepper hasn't come back yet with i'm perfectly fine with but it's leather little bit of those citrus pops every once in a while, and then a finish of uh, cinnamon on the retro, and it's great. And you need to, whenever you get another, drink it with some Diplomatico because it's... I wish I had a damn cup because I'm looking at my Papa's Pilarum over there, and like I'm like, this would be a banger with it. Is it a shared bottle? No, it's mine. Ah, well, then just pull from the bottle. Come on now. Make make Danny proud. I will. Uh, I might actually go grab it here in a second, but this cigar is blowing my mind. I... I'm, I don't mind saying this, what I'm about to say, that I'm enjoying this more, even more than the original size Pinky's Out. I, I was 
I was sitting here waiting for you to say whatever you're saying, and then I was going to follow up with that. I agree. It brings, it still brings those similar profiles of the first one. It adds a little bit more pop, a little bit more zazz, a little bit more zing, a little bit more of a, a reminder. Totally. There on the finish. Uh, and then it's just, I'm impressed with the uh, construction. It, it, it's, it's really freaking good. Um, you know, we have, <laughs> I'm like looking at, I was just trying to scroll through to see all the exclusives we have coming up. This one, I'm beyond excited for. Uh, we have the Ranger from Aganorsa, which is guarding the farm like you smoked on July 4th mm-hmm. in our in the size. For us, um, that I have one left of, and I almost brought it to the office today. And I'm like, maybe I'll smoke this. I'm like, ah, I just can't yet. I can't until I know they're like done and I can get more. If you're setting me up for what I hope you're setting me up for, I'm so excited. Oh, okay. Um, and <laughs> I now that's a lot of pressure now, Pew. Okay, <laughs> hey, where I'm taking on this, now. Um, because I think this is a great way to kind of like finish out a podcast where we're talking a lot about exclusives and projects is another new one that we're working on with LH Cigars. Swing. He pointed to the fence. I got it. Okay, good. He nailed it. I've smoked it. Pew, so, you just smoked it. And I, I just smoked it. I don't it. have all my notes because I have more to smoke, which is normally when I'll start taking notes. So tell us a little bit about what you're getting from that. This is a potential cigar club exclusive from our good friend Nick at LH Cigars at his factory in Costa Rica. Uh, so the last cigar I smoked was this uh, potential exclusive with LH. Immediately, cold draw, raisins. Mm. Oh, it was wonderful. It took me back to the first CAO, CAO uh, Basin. Their wild basin, I think, or wild, basins, they yep. call it. Their Amazon the, basins. Yep. That cigar was the first cigar that really gave me raisins, and I loved it. Uh, their second release wasn't as raisiny when they did the, uh, the re-release of it. Um, so to be able to get that just in your face, easily identifiable raisins was wonderful. Um, nice oily wrapper left a nice little yes, I, yep. oil sheen on the uh, the it lips. It was dark. It was dark. It was dense. And it felt like your dad's cigar. Yeah. <laughs> like just this thick, heavy cigar that's got weight to it. And, you know, there's scars that we've talked about before where it just feels light in your hands like it's going to blow away. Yep. No, this this sucker wasn't going anywhere. And it was perfectly constructed for how oily it was normally i think of an oily cigar i may have to touch it up every once in a while not the case on this one wow Um, but to give a quick little rundown not to spoil the whole thing bitter chocolate raisins as the top note little cinnamon on the retro uh starting off jumped into the halfway mark raisins kind of took a back seat chocolate and then tasty or a toasty sourdough were playing through it and it was just it was wonderful. for me the most memorable thing on that cigar was chocolate and yeah. it was the one of the most prominent chocolate forward cigars i've had since familia that we did with rodriguez um like chocolate bar like and that was one of the things like and, it was a completely so different dense, chocolate than familia and it's such a dense cigar like you said mm-hmm. it like makes it feel even more like you are smoking a chocolate bar a different like you said it, it's totally different um, yeah. totally different countries. It's Nick's, uh, own, it's his wrapper that he grows in Ecuador. I believe it's his seed varietal, his farm. It only grows that wrapper for LH. Um, and which is kind of badass. That's, that's super cool. Um, there's something about that cigar that is so different. Also very different than anything we've ever done as an exclusive. That's a meat. That's one of the things I've written down was it was completely different than what we've offered. And so that's, we've just started that process. So he sent us a couple different samples to try and, and begin that um, process of selecting one that we want to do for the club. And that'll be a cigar club exclusive. I could bet late 
2021, early 2022. Um, but I also and love the idea of like point, make it in Costa beautiful. Rica. Let's go. Yeah. Now we will have had sure. cigars that our members have smoked through either customs or exclusives in the U.S., in Miami, mm-hmm. in the DR, in Nicaragua, and now in Costa Rica. Oh, and Honduras, which is where Pinky's out of smoke. Yep, I was say We've hit Honduras. them all. Yep. Like, that's I mean, badass. That's that's super cool. It's a taste, a, a taste through, a journey through cigars almost, you know. Look at that. I am almost halfway through Love this it. cigar. I'm, I have to ash it. I'm too scared. Wow. Dude, I'm I'm yeah. really loving the stick and oh, wow. It just it, yeah, I see you're holding it. It just fits. Get that pinky out. Just fits. And I'm not even halfway through it and we've been chatting for probably what half hour, almost mm-hmm. maybe 35 minutes and this is a slow burn it because it is packed. Yeah. You get some Great. of those smaller cigars that are lightly packed and you're like you sons of bitches. And uh <laughs> yep. And I have a couple that it's come like um gone in 30 minutes and then you've over smoked it anyway so your mouth is on fire and it's like a sponge not this sucker yeah. i'm smoking this fast nope. i like i'm not yeah. not smoking it like quickly i'm constantly every time i'm not talking i'm chiefing this thing and it is hard as a rock still the draw is perfect the burn is flawless the flavor is complex and balanced oh i'm so excited for this to come out and i think it was uh was it alec that said this is this should have been the original mm-hmm. like it well, we, it's we both are so and, fond of the People's Toro, but I, the 6x48. Yeah. But I love the size. I yeah, think it's the size that does it for me because it so fits good. so well with pinkies. But I love the – like, I'm excited. I'll have to smoke the, the original. I think I have two yeah. left. I want to smoke that soon just because, I mean, I love it. Like I said, that to me is one of the ultimate pairing cigars. There's no wrong pairing with it. Um, I want to go back to it now. I was going to smoke it here, but it's just not the day. No, for it. save it. Go uh, the next day, like or sometime when you can smoke yeah, it again and it could be fresh your palate and like look Sunday at cigar. what you got. Yep, I'm excited for that. But this, these, going to take too long to to get more in my. I hands. know. I agree with I'll you. Just, I'll just Especially leave it at that. This is the last one. <laughs> I'm like Alec. Can you just send us a hold us over kind of bundle? <laughs> it doesn't have to be bandaged. Yeah. Just get oh, them we, over we here. We need please. to check how they're they're doing with some. You know, uh, we have to check it on the production because that's what we yeah, do. It's, it's a tough job. We'll take we'll take that responsibility. Put it on ourselves. Get back to you. <laughs> exactly. We need when when the they officially release. We need to get them on for a podcast. Oh, definitely. That'd be a really fun oh, one. Definitely. Talk about it. Kind of the evolution of the original to where we've got. Uh, with the pinky release, uh, that would be an awesome podcast. Totally, and I we'll have to do it towards the afternoon so we can drink. Uh, definitely. Even if we <laughs> still be drinking, drinking. Uh, Alex yeah. always down to drink and smoke and talk. Exactly. So we're gonna make it happen. Uh, what what kind of final thoughts we got for the people today, Pew? If you don't have Diplomatico, if you like rum, even if you don't like rum, if you like bourbon and you're not too sure on rum, pick up a bottle of Diplomatico Reserva. This is not a sponsored segment, <laughs> uh, but I had always heard. If you if you like bourbon but you're not too a fan on rum, pick up the Diplomatico Reserva, and I did, and I've started to to buy some more uh, more rums because of it. So Man. don't be shy if you can find it. I think it's like thirty six dollars at most places. Totally worth it just to to open up the palate, give you a little bit more options. Great in a cocktail as well. Yeah, and I smoked a cigar yesterday from one of our packs that I freaking just love it, of course. But Mil Diaz and Edmundo. That's my favorite size. And I'm a Corona Gorda guy. Yep. And we yeah, shipped Corona really Gorda. Good. And then last month we shipped a bunch of people the Edmundo size. Are you mm-hmm. kidding me? That cigar is so incredible. And uh, it's just been one of my go-tos recently. So if you guys mm-hmm. got that in your pack, smoke it as soon as you can. If you haven't, 
Absolutely. Go buy that cigar. Um, it's worth it. It is such a good cigar. They're coming out with a lot more cigars at PCA, which is this weekend, uh, that right, we've yeah. already pre-ordered. So more from Ace Prime, Pichardo, and Crown Heads. Ace Prime is killing it. Killing the game I mean, right I haven't now. had anything bad out of there, and uh, super excited to see what's coming out. Oh, I can't wait. Um, but yeah, get your hands on that Mil Diaz Mundo if you haven't. It's it's in there, and um, you'll make sure you take a peek when the new Cigars and Leisure uh, magazine comes out with the top twenty that we did with them. Take a look excited at to see those uh, rankings. That top twenty, I don't think you'll be surprised uh, with like, <laughs> the, the number one or the fact of any of them that made it into the top. The 20. top five, I was like, yep, that makes sense. Oh god, it was good. So anyway, yep. Cigar Club family. Thanks, as always, for listening. Thanks for joining, joining us. us every Tuesday on the podcast. Pew, great to be here with you. Another good Another one. Another good one. We got more coming. Uh, hopefully, we can end up... We were talking about doing some stuff in Atlanta coming up. Uh, Pew's coming in, and we will uh, be chatting with some really cool people for, from some yeah, pretty awesome brands. Excited. So, A lot of cool stuff coming on the podcast. Uh, obviously, all of our other content's on YouTube as well, so check it out. And um, yeah, we'll see you at the same time, same place. Like the video, subscribe to the cast. Comment below. Let us know uh, what you want to see, what you like. We love reading them. Yeah, definitely. And as always, happy smoking. Happy smoking.